Hello folks and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 194. We're going to start off with 2 Chronicles chapters 6 through 7. Then Solomon said, The Lord has said that he would dwell in thick darkness. I have built thee an exalted house, a place for thee to dwell in forever. Then the king faced about and blessed all the assembly of Israel, while all the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who with his hand has fulfilled what he promised with his mouth to David my father, saying, Since the day that I brought my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city in all the tribes of Israel in which to build a house, that my name might be there. And I chose no man as prince over my people Israel, but I have chosen Jerusalem, that my name may be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David my father to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David my father, Whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house, but your son who shall be born to you shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled this promise which he made, for I have risen in place of David my father, and sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised, and I have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And there I have set the ark, in which is the covenant of the Lord which he made with the people of Israel. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and spread forth his hands. Solomon had made a bronze platform, five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had set it in the court, and he stood upon it. Then he knelt upon his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and spread forth his hands toward heaven, and said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like thee, in heaven or on earth, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to thy servants, who walk before thee with all their heart, who hast kept with thy servant David my father what thou didst declare to him. Yea, thou didst speak with thy mouth, and with thy hand hast fulfilled it this day. Now, therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, keep with thy servant David my father what thou hast promised him, saying, There shall never fail you a man before me to sit upon the throne of Israel, if only your sons take heed to their way, to walk in my law as you have walked before me. Now, therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, let thy word be confirmed which thou hast spoken to thy servant David. But will God dwell indeed with man on earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain thee, how much less this house which I have built. Yet have regard to the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, hearkening to the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prays before thee, that thy eyes may be open day and night toward this house, the place where thou hast promised to set thy name, and that thou mayest hearken to the prayer which thy servant offers toward this place. And hearken thou to the supplications of thy servant and of thy people Israel, when they pray toward this place. Yea, hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place, and when thou hearest, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor, and is made to take an oath, and comes and swears his oath before thy altar in this house, then hear thou from heaven and act, and judge thy servants, requiting the guilty by bringing his conduct upon his own head, and vindicating the righteous by rewarding him according to his righteousness. If thy people Israel are defeated before the enemy, because they have sinned against me, against thee, when they turn again and acknowledge thy name, and pray and make supplication to thee in this house, then hear thou from heaven, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again to the land which thou gavest to them and to their fathers. When heaven is shut up, and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee, if they pray toward this place, and acknowledge thy name, and turn from their sin when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy servants, thy people Israel, when thou dost teach them the good way in which they should walk, and grant rain upon thy land, which thou hast given to thy people as an inheritance." 
If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence or blight or mildew or locust or caterpillar, if their enemies besiege them in any of their cities, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer, whatever supplication is made by any man or by all thy people Israel, each knowing his own affliction and his own sorrow and stretching out his hands toward this house, then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and render to each whose heart has thou no heart thou knowest according to all his ways, for thou, only thou, knowest the hearts of the children of men, that they may fear thee and walk in thy ways all the days that they live in the land which thou gavest to our fathers. Likewise, when a foreigner, who is not of thy people, Israel, comes from a far country for the sake of thy great name and thy mighty hand and thy outstretched arm, when he comes and prays towards this house, hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to thee, in order that all the peoples of the earth may know thy name and fear thee, and do and as do thy people, Israel, that they may know that this house which I have built is called by thy name." If thy people go out to battle against their enemies, by whatever way thou shalt send them, and they pray to thee toward this city which thou hast chosen, and the house which I have built for thy name, then hear thou from heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against thee, for there is no man who does not sin, and thou art angry with them, and dost give them to an enemy, so that they are carried away captive to a land far or near, Yet if they lay it to heart in the land to which they have been carried captive, and repent, and make supplication to thee in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, and have acted perversely and wickedly, if they repent with all their mind, with all their heart, in the land of their captivity to which they were carried away, and pray toward their land which thou gavest to their fathers, the city which thou hast chosen, and the house which I have built for thy name, then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place their prayer and their supplications, and maintain their cause, and forgive thy people who have sinned against thee. Now, O my God, let thy eyes be open and thy ears attentive to a prayer of this place. And now arise, O Lord God, and go to thy resting place, thou and the ark of thy might. Let thy priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and let thy saints rejoice in thy goodness. O Lord God, do not turn away the face of thy anointed one. Remember thy steadfast love for David thy servant. When Solomon had ended his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. When all the children of Israel saw the fire come down and the glory of the Lord upon the temple, they bowed down with their faces to the earth on the pavement, and worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifice before the Lord. King Solomon offered as a sacrifice twenty-two thousand oxen and a hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated the house of God. The priests stood at their posts, the Levites also, with the instruments for music to the king which king da for the Lord, which King David had made for giving thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever. Whenever David offered praises by their ministry, opposite them the priests sounded trum trumpets, and all Israel stood. And Solomon consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord, for there he offered the burnt offering and the fat of the peace offerings, because the bronze altar Solomon had made could not hold the burnt offering and the cereal offering and the fat. At that time Solomon held the feast for seven days, and all Israel with him, a very great congregation, from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of Egypt. And on the eighth day they held a solemn assembly, for they had kept the dedication of the altar seven days and the feast seven days. On the twenty-third day of the seventh month he sent the people away to their homes, joyful and glad of heart for the goodness that the Lord had shown to David and to Solomon and to Israel his people. 
Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house he successfully accomplished. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house, that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you, if you walk before me, as David your father walked, doing according to all that I have commanded you, and keeping my statutes and my ordinances, then I will establish your royal throne, as I covenanted with David your father, saying, There shall be not man, there shall not fail you a man to rule Israel. But if you turn aside and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will pluck you up from the land which I have given you, and this house which I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight, and will make it a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And at this house, which is exalted, everyone passing by will be astonished, and say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? Then they will say, Because they forsook the Lord, the God of their fathers, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore he has brought all this evil upon them. Our next reading is Proverbs 29. He who is often reproved, yet stiffens his neck, will suddenly be broken beyond healing. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people groan. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but one who keeps company with harlots squanders his substance. By justice a king gives stability to the land, but one who exacts gifts ruins it. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. An evil man is ensnared in his transgression, but a righteous man sings and rejoices. A righteous man knows the rights of the poor. A wicked man does not understand such knowledge. Scoffers set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. Bloodthirsty men hate one who is blameless, and the wicked seek his life. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man quietly holds it back. If a ruler listens to falsehood, all his officials will be wicked. The poor man and the oppressor meet together. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor with equity, his throne will be established forever. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. When the wicked are in authority, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. Discipline your son, and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Where there is no prophecy, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. By mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not give heed. Do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. He who pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir. A man of wrath stirs up strife, and a man gives anger gives to, and a man given to anger causes much transgression. A man's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. The partner of a thief hates his own life. He hears the curse but discloses nothing. The fear of man lays a snare, but he who trusts in the Lord is safe. Many seek the favor of a ruler 
but from the Lord a man gets justice. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but he whose way is straight is an abomination to the wicked. Our last reading for today is Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 18. Beware of practicing your piety before men in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give alms, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by men. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And in praying, do not heap up empty praises as empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by men, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Well, that is everything for today. Again, loving our readings, um, and I hope that you are too. Thank you so much for reading along, and I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.